The World Pork Expo was supposed to be happening at the Iowa State Fairgrounds this week in Des Moines, but back in April, the National Pork Producers Council canceled the 2019 World Pork Expo as a precaution against the growing threat that African swine fever is posing. ASF has yet to make it to the United States, but overseas it is ripping apart the world's hog population. China has been struggling to control the epidemic, and it will take years for them to contain the deadly virus. Various news sources, including ABC News, have estimated that up to 200 million pigs could die or be called this year in China, and that is going to cause a huge shortage of pork and have an economic impact on the meat and feed industry globally. Furthermore, outbreaks of the disease have already been reported in almost every region of mainland China, and just this past week, the first outbreak was reported in North Korea. To get an update on the situation, I put in a call to Carrie Ritalik, the executive vice president of the Wisconsin Pork Association, and I asked her that as the dates of what would be the World Pork Expo near, what is the current conversation regarding ASF? There's no vaccine at this time or treatment that currently exists. So one of the reasons that they decided to cancel World Pork Expo is because we're trying to eliminate as many risks as possible about bringing ASF into the country. And so we have worked diligently as a pork industry on, on the national level, as well as working with USDA and uh, the American Association of Swine Veterinarians, as well as the Center for Food Security and Public Health to ensure that we continue to put roadblocks in there to keep ASF out. And so one of the things that we just really want people to know is that biosecurity is so important as we continue to, with these efforts. So if anyone is traveling internationally, and that's one of the main reasons why World Pork Expo was canceled is because they do have a lot of international visitors, it's because it can be transmitted um, in pork products. Um, it can also, you know, be transmitted um, on, on, on clothing, um, improper disposal of, like, infected carcasses, um, and just basically if they're feeding infected pork products from international flights or ships, that could be a risk to the United States and so and North America in general. So we're just trying to keep it out. And like you said, there's no vaccine at the moment. Um, I read recently that China is currently running some clinical trials on potential vaccinations. Uh, do you feel confident about the progress of a vaccine, or does it still seem like it's a long ways away from anything happening? You know, I can't really speculate on how the, the length of the term is going to be. There are efforts out there, research being conducted at this time for a vaccine, but we don't have any diehard information in regard to when we can expect something. And I've I don't feel that's going to be, you know, in the very near future, but we hope that we have something um, to be able to utilize uh, and have a vaccine at some point um, as we continue to work uh, with the industry. And this is something I'm genuinely curious about, frankly, because I don't know. I've read all these vaccination efforts that are going on over in China. Do you know of any vaccination efforts that are going on, um, I mean, I guess you could say the U.S. or the Midwest or Wisconsin um, do you know of any of that? I'm not aware of anything that USDA, APHIS Vet Services, or um, any other areas in the United States that they have any, any type of trials. I, I don't believe there is. Um, but I, I would say that, again, since there's not a vaccine that's currently there, um, we want to keep ASF out of the United States. And so um, I don't believe that that's, that 
kind of thing is going on at this point in time. And what can producers in Wisconsin do as far as biosecurity efforts? Well, one of the things is they want to continue to promote their biosecurity on their farms. So, again, making sure that um, if we're going from um, going from the farm to town, that we change our clothes, that we change our uh, footwear. Um, if we're going back into the barns, we are only utilizing the footwear that we have for the barns itself, that we're taking, you know, shower in, shower out is always really good. Um, making sure that we're washing vehicles in between times as much as possible. Um, this is a, a, a disease that um, does not affect humans, which is great, and the pork product is still okay to consume, but it is very detrimental to to the pigs themselves. I mean, they, they, the, the death rate is very high um, if they contact it, and if we had anybody that was having issues in their barns with their pigs having diarrhea, high fever, or skin discoloration, uh, a combination of those three, they should contact their um, veterinarian as soon as possible because we want to make sure to look into that and, make, and, and decide whether or not what is going on in the barn at that time. And as far as consumers go, what do Wisconsin consumers need to know about ASF? I guess the biggest thing is that... Um, you know, it is not the the meat product itself is still good to eat. Um, it affects the the animals um, themselves, but it does not. It's not anything that doesn't. There's no transmission from pigs to humans, and the pork product itself is okay to eat. And what impact has ASF had on the American markets? Well. Again, I can't really speculate on the market fluctuations there, um, but I guess what we're really looking at here is um, while the U.S. you know is the world's most advanced pork production, um, we want to make sure that we, you know we continue to have biosecurity and keep those efforts up. We do know that in China um, they are the uh, world's largest. A pro, um, producer of pigs, and we're not sure, but the estimate is that they've probably lost about 50% of their sow herd at this point in time. Along with that, um, China imports about 70% of the world's um, soybeans, so if they decline quite a bit um, in their production, that also means that they probably aren't going to need as many soybeans. So I think that's a concern for us as well. Um, when they they're comparing it kind of to that for China in 2019, it would be compared to what um, the, our U.S. producers went through in 1998 when the hogs uh, dropped to about eight cents a pound. Um, what we expect um, is that um, there is you know the opportunity for us to probably uh, sell um, export product to China. Um, we're hoping that will be something that we will be able to do um, in the near future. Uh, but again, we're, we're also dealing with some trade issues there. So we hope to be able to have some of, um, be able to export some product to them because China does, does eat a lot of pork. And, you know, we're hoping that with the effects of the lifting of the steel and the aluminum tariffs, 
um, our our exports to Mexico will continue to advance, and um, hopefully we'll be able to see an increase of market dollars to our producers uh, with them purchasing our pork pork products in the future. Okay, and then my final question with this is, ASF aside, what is your outlook on the future of the pork industry in Wisconsin? Well, I think the pork industry in Wisconsin is bright. It's not without its challenges, but we do have um, opportunities in this state as well. Um, We do have a um, high health area in the state of Wisconsin, so we we do have the opportunity to be able to produce pigs that are desirable for feeding out um, in other states. We have a very good um, base in the state of Wisconsin, and I think we have some ability to grow. So along with that, our, our farmers um, throughout the, the state um, have several challenges, but um, they are working to be as optimistic as they possibly can to continue to provide a healthy, safe product um, for our consumers out there. And, and and they will they'll continue to be able to do that. Thank you again so much to Carrie Ritalik, the executive vice president of the Wisconsin Pork Association for her time. It's unfortunate what is happening overseas, but we can only hope that African swine fever never makes its way to American soil. Reporting from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin.